Kevin Anderson has been South Africa's leading tennis player for over a decade, climbing to a career-high world ranking of five in 2018, following runner-up finishes at the US Open and Wimbledon. But he's now 34 and in the second half of his career. So does he have one eye on retirement? And what's he been up to during these crazy lockdown times? Yeah, so we live in Delray Beach, uh, which is about an hour north of Miami um, on the East Coast. And we moved here in 2013. Um, and then in 2014, we moved to a, a, a neighboring town. It's pretty much we share the same area with Delray Beach. So yeah, this has been home for us for, geez, almost you know, six years now. Um, and uh, my wife, Kelsey, she grew up in West Palm Beach, which is about 30 minutes north of where we live. So she kind of knows the area a little bit. Um, but we've really enjoyed living here. Um, it's, I think it's really, um, convenient just, especially for my training. Um, we both enjoy, it's a very sort of relaxed lifestyle. Um, and obviously it's been a little bit different over the last 18 months for us because with some injuries that I've had and obviously with the lockdown now, we've spent more time at home. But for us, when we traveling and going to all these big cities and a lot going on, it's really, when we're home, I feel like it's really a great place for us to get away. What do you like to do when, you, when you're home, Kevin? Because obviously, like you said, if you're on tour, it's a different sort of lifestyle. But when you're back at home, what are the sort of things you look forward to and look forward to doing when you when you are home? Yeah, we live – so, you know, where, so where we are is a purely residential neighborhood. Um, so we really homebodies when we are at home. Um, uh, you know, unfortunately, we, we, we live really close to the beach. So that's always something that we enjoy doing. Um, but, uh, sometimes we'll go into Delray, it's a small little, um, sort of, uh, I don't even know what you call it, because city is just too big of a word, but it's, um, I'd say a small little town, um, it's got, like, a bunch of really nice, um, restaurants, um, uh, there's some really nice movie theaters there that we sometimes go to, but most of our time, if I'm not at home in a training period, where, obviously, a lot of my day is taken up through training, gym, uh, treatment, etc. Uh, if we just are at home, we just enjoy spending time together. Obviously, now it's a little bit different with our daughter, who's now eight months old. So she takes a lot of <laughs> of our time now. But historically, as I mentioned, uh, I think just because when you're traveling on the road so much and uh, always going to places when you're home, uh, at least for me, I, I'm really comfortable just staying at the house. And tell me how did life obviously changes. Those of us who've been through parenthood, uh, Kevin, will attest to that. Uh, so Kira arrived in September last year. Give us That's a sense right. of uh, of how life has changed since that happened. Yeah, it's uh, our first child, so it's a very new experience for both of us. Um, and it's so far, it's been great. Uh, I think one of, at least for us, one of the upsides if I can call it that from the tennis tour being cancelled is spending more time at home and really being able to be with her every day and she's just sort of at the stage where I think crawling is going to happen in the next couple of weeks so it's really been interesting just watching her go through these different phases and um, even though it's you know obviously incremental changes I you know it's definitely been fascinating to watch but it's also been great to see Kelsey's 
you know, really enjoyed everything about being a mom and she's been fantastic with her. So it's, um, it's, yeah, I didn't really know what to expect, but I must say it's been, it's been really amazing and, uh, very different times for us all. Um, I don't know what it'll be like when we get back on the road and she starts traveling with us, but so far, you know, it's been a really positive experience for us. I'm always fascinated, Kevin, by how professional athletes go into parenthood for the first time, because obviously, you know, some of the key elements in, in being an athlete is being able to train and a lot of focus on the physical aspects and sleep is obviously one of those things. So how does a professional athlete now adapt to having arguably a lack of sleep um, or is uh, Kira just a really good sleeper? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, first and foremost, I've been really fortunate. Kelsey's been so supportive and understanding of what my goals are and what comes with that. So um, she does the night shift and then uh, I go get her early in the morning um, and do sort of a morning shift so she can catch up on some sleep. But uh, at least for me, that's been great because, you know, as you rightfully mentioned, um, you know, sleep's one of the cornerstones of uh, an essential thing that you really have to pay attention to. So in this whole process, I've had two knee surgeries and coming <clears throat> back from rehab and recovering that, you know, it would be very difficult if you have, you know, poor quality sleep. So um, Kelsey's been amazing with that. And I think even though obviously it's very tiring, um, she's really enjoyed that time with her at night. So I, I, that's been, <laughs> I guess, a plus and made the process slightly easier. But I feel like we've managed to find a good schedule since we've uh, been at home. And she's right at that stage where um, she's just starting to <laughs> sleep through the night. So hopefully we'll be able to sort of go back to normal pretty soon. Happy days. So, so Kevin, the, the plan is then to, to take Kira on tour with you once, uh, once sort of you know things normalise. Hopefully, fingers crossed, and uh, and you're back on tour. Yeah, obviously, right now it's a lot of uncertainty, and we're not sure when that will be or when it does start. When Thomas do start, exactly what the sort of protocols will be in terms of how many people you're allowed with you on site, because I know one of the big concerns is limiting player entourages just to reduce the number of people um, that are interacting with each other. But uh, eventually when they can, yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, Kelsey's traveled with me for almost eight years now, and it's been fantastic having her on the road with me, um, both from a professional and a personal standpoint. And um, yeah, I'd really like that to continue. And we did take care of, she did, she has been around the world because in December, from the stage we went to Australia um, for Australian Open, obviously, and then we were back in South Africa. I did the um, exhibition match um, at the Arthur Stadium in Soweto, and then we were back in Florida. And so far, she's traveled well. I don't know if things have changed because now she's more used to being at home, but uh, I guess time will tell on that one. Coming back to, to, to Kelsey, Kevin, you mentioned she's obviously traveled with you and played quite a, a big role in your career. Uh, and am I right in saying you guys met at college and was, was she there on a golf scholarship? Yeah, so we met at University of Illinois um, way back in 2005 and uh, we started dating in 2006. So um, she's really been with me right the way through my professional um, journey as a tennis player. Uh, when we first met, I think she sort of knew the um, you know, aspirations that I had, but I think she, you know, she was able to see that very quickly. And the fact that she was a golfer and she played uh, golf at university, 
I think definitely she understood um, some of the sacrifices um, and the desires that I had. Um, so I think that was beneficial to our relationship. Um, and uh, yeah, from uh, from college, we lived, uh, I based out of Chicago, that's where her family lives. And then from there, that's when we came down to Florida. Tell me, does uh, she get to, obviously motherhood would have changed that, but uh, does she still find time to, to get on the golf course or is she, is she packed away the clubs for, for good? Well, no, no, I think she's itching to get out. It's just been, obviously, the, the last time she played was, I think she was eight months pregnant, maybe. Um, and then with the lockdown, I think things sort of became a little bit tougher when she felt, you know, more sort of, interested to go back out there again um but uh i think she's really excited <laughs> at the prospect of getting out and you know playing golf again and yeah it's it's i really enjoyed playing with her i mean i want to say we've played hundreds of rounds of golf but we've certainly been out there you know quite a few times and uh it's really um something that i enjoy doing it's been a little bit tough for me as well just with the injuries i've had over the last two years i've not really been able to play much golf but uh you know in the past i've definitely found myself out on the on the course a few times. What's your golf like, Kevin? You give us a sense of your standard have, and have you ever taken money off your wife? <laughs> no, no, not yet on that one. So she's definitely got me beat but uh, I, I feel like I'm okay for somebody who doesn't really play a whole lot. I usually, my, my scores vary greatly. Um, it seems to me that when I'm playing for some money or there's some bets on, my scores some, usually get better. So I guess that's a good sign. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's one of those interesting things. I feel like there's a lot of tennis players who are really enjoying getting into golf. Um, so I don't think that happened for me while I'm playing tennis. But afterwards, if that connection um, gets in, uh, that definitely <laughs> remains to be seen. Um, but I'll also say it's, it's it's interesting just in Florida where we are when we're at home. Um, like for instance, right now, <clears throat> as we're heading into our summer, it's. Uh, pretty tough conditions out there. I think right now it's around 40 degrees with a lot of humidity. Um, so sometimes on my days off where I like to go play golf, <laughs> I'm sort of turning towards the air conditioning in the house. So so that's obviously a potential post-tennis activity, Kevin. I mean, you're obviously in the second half of your career. Um, it's, it, it, you, you wouldn't argue with that that that's notion. But have you given any thought as to, as to what life beyond tennis looks like uh, once you finally pack the racket away? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one because I've been asked it a few times and sometimes I sort of think about it myself, but I kind of come back to the feeling of, even though, you know, as you rightfully said, I'm definitely in the second half of my career, but I feel like there's so much still that I want to achieve and I feel like I still got a number of years ahead of me that, you know, when I do think about the future, I kind of gravitate towards wanting to really focus on what I'm doing now. Um, and I sort of, yeah, it stops me from sort of thinking too much about what tennis or what I might do post-tennis. Um, so to be honest with you, I don't really have a great idea. I mean, obviously, the staying involved in tennis would be one option. It's the... Uh, sort of endeavor that I know best and have the most experience with. So, I mean, that could take shape in various forms of potentially being on the road with another pro player, maybe working with younger kids. Um, that might be something I'm interested in. I think it's a little bit hard to say right now. Um, so, yeah, 
I, I definitely don't have that answer right uh, uh, as, as of yet. So, Kevin, where are you at in terms of your injuries and, and, and should the tour get back up and running? Are you sort of raring to go or you, you still need some some rehab work to do? Yeah, so fortunately, I'm, you know, excited right now just because my body's feeling really strong. Uh, it's been a bit of a, a challenge over the last while, but um, actually... You know, I was right back on court for about two or three days, just those first few days uh, in my recovery after my last knee surgery. And that's when the ATP tour was shut down. And just a couple days afterwards, that's when we were issued stay-at-home sort of guidelines by the government here. And I had an extra then sort of four to five weeks uh, where I was just continuing my rehab process. So, um, And that's when sort of at least tennis opened up here a little bit. So I've been training now for a good five, six weeks and things feel really strong. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, we still don't know exactly when the tour is going to resume. Um, right now, US Open is really trying to make it happen. There's a few logistical things that they need to work out and the tournament will definitely be very different from what we used to, um, starting with no spectators um, in the grounds, but, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be able to sort that out because I think a lot of, you know, tennis players would love to get out there and compete. And I think it's important to um, you know, keep tennis relevant, especially now when a lot of other sports are finding creative ways to start up again. Just want to get back to, to some of the things you like to do in your spare time, Kevin. Um, I believe, um, you know, music is, is 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 a bit of a love for yourself, and uh, you don't mind strumming the guitar with a bit of dire straits. Does that sound right? Yeah, so I've been playing. I picked up the guitar in 2012, so Jesus being already eight years, and it's uh, yeah, I've I've really really enjoyed it. Um, I've always wanted to play something, and I kind of decided, well, let me just start now. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's something that I've really travelled with. Um, pretty much everywhere I go, I've got. Uh, like a small traveler guitar. Um, and yeah, Die Straits is definitely one of my go-to bands. I've, uh, geez, um, I learned Seldon's a Swing a couple of years ago, so I must have, I'm in the thousands, so I've listened to that song and playing it. Um, at one stage, my wife, I don't I don't think she's a Seldon's a Swing fan anymore, just because <laughs> I kind of killed it for it. But um yeah, it's 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 been really um, a great journey just learning the instrument. Um, and yeah, if I if I cycle it back to tennis a little bit, I, I think it's helped me. Uh, yeah, I've even sometimes taken the guitar to the courts, and it sort of takes your mind off things, helps me to relax at times. Um, so uh, one thing's for certain, post tennis, um, I would love to, you know, spend a little bit more time playing. And um, I don't think it's something I'll be doing professionally, but uh, you know, maybe sometimes playing in a in a local pub gig or something. I think that would be um, pretty uh, 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 pretty fun for me. Uh, what other what other bands uh, grab your fancy? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been pretty pretty interesting. My music taste has changed quite a lot since playing guitar. Um, I really enjoy the, uh, the uh, the blues, and if you told me that sort of ten years ago, I would have thought you were crazy because. It wasn't really that appealing to me, but now it's you know, sometimes even work out listening to that, which has you know, been a pretty interesting change. Um, and then people like 
you know, sort of more the classic rock genre. Um, Eric Clapton, Sammy Otelite. Um, a little bit newer would be like somebody like John Mayer. I enjoy listening to him quite a lot. And um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, I play a bunch of their songs. Uh, yeah, if you've sort of classic rock with good guitar parts, that's definitely something I'm always going to be interested in. Now, what about your viewing habits, Kevin? I mean, whether you're on tour, whether you're at home, uh, I read somewhere that, that, that House of Cards is one of your, your favorite series. Uh, is that the case? And, and, and what else do you think uh, makes for for some good TV or, or, or on-demand content? Jeez, I'm trying to think. Just now, I feel like for the last while, I was just at home. Uh, it's a little bit. <laughs> viewing time's been decreased a bit, but um, right now, what's the last show we will really enjoy? One that was really fantastic was the... Um, there was a, I don't know if it made it on South Africa, The Last Dance, which was the, um, it was like a docu-series on Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, and that was really fantastic. That was, um, we really enjoyed that. It was really interesting to see just everything behind the scenes. And uh, um, that was really fascinating. Um, highly, highly recommend that to, you know, to anybody. Um, we're watching Billions right now. That's something we, uh, we enjoy. Um, I'd say my favorite show of all time is uh, is House, um, the uh, the medical show with Hugh Laurie. I really, really enjoyed that one. Obviously, it's been off air for a while, but um, that's if I had to choose one, I'd probably have to go with that. What for you is the biggest takeout as as a, as a pro athlete, Kevin, from the last dance? Because I mean, I think the th- one of the things that blew me away was just how driven and competitive Jordan was. To, to achieve and and obviously the, the argument is he had to be like that to achieve the heights that he achieved uh, you yeah. can obviously relate being a pro athlete what was your biggest take out from the last dance yeah I mean obviously there was just really fascinating story and getting a few more details of um, you know how how the team came together the challenges they faced um, you know that was all interesting but you know I definitely looked at it and tried to learn I mean you know, Michael Jordan's, you know, one of, you know, always in the, going to be in the conversation for one of the greatest athletes of all time. And, you know, what was he able to do? And, you know, comparing to my own sort of career, I feel like the the work ethic and the desires, you know, I feel like, obviously you can't compare exactly, but I, you know, yeah, I feel like where he really excelled was just his, his self-belief, his confidence um, in his own abilities. And I think that's something I sort of really looked at and and learned from and trying to sort of implement myself a little bit more. I mean, you're talking about small little margins, but those are, you know, those are often the difference makers. Lastly, Kevin, I just want to ask you about a, a passion of yours, clearly, is, um, is your move to drive... Uh, a better conversation around ocean conservation. How did that come about? Where did it start? And, and where are you now in that? Yeah, so that is something that's been, you know, really important um, for both me and Kelsey over the last few years. Uh, I, I feel like we've always tried to give back and um, get involved in charitable endeavors as much as we can. But we've really sort of picked that up the last few years. I felt like, you know, as my sort of as to be able to build a platform myself in the sport um, that sort of allowed, helped assist, assisted that. Um, so we, you know, we put on our, a charity event each year here in Florida and um, it's been really rewarding for, uh, for both of us. And one of the charities that we have worked with and try to raise awareness for 
is the is um, specifically I think uh, plastics in the oceans. We worked with Ocean Conservancy, which is a you know a huge charity that's aimed at the same thing. Um, I've also worked with the with the ATP and just as a whole trying to increase the initiatives and awareness of where we can help. Um, I've always had a passion, I think, maybe coming from South Africa as well, with the environment, uh, with the oceans. Uh, obviously, you know, we have some of uh, the best wildlife oceans in the world. So I think that's always been a, you know, stayed with me. And I think it was a, a few years ago, I was watching a documentary on Netflix um, and just sort of blown away at how big the problem actually was. And I think maybe just virtually seeing it, I was like, man, you know, I don't know how we'll, what shape will take, but I definitely felt the need to get involved. And I know it's such a big problem, but, you know, I just, I feel like I have to take the default of, um, you know, every sort of little bit helps. So uh, we've tried to play our part. Um, by no means is it, is, is, it, is it perfect right now, but, um, you know, hopefully, it's, and it's been, I will say it's been a little bit tough because right when we were trying to get more involved, um, that's when I was sort of injured and away from the tour. So I feel like it's been a little bit tough for me to be as involved, not actually being on site and talking with the tournament officials from each tournament. Uh, but hopefully when things resume, um, I'll be able to continue that uh, um, drive of mine to try and uh, sort of make a small difference. A noble cause indeed. And great to see a sports star looking to use their profile for some good. That's in between, of course, babysitting sessions, old episodes of House and the Sultans of Swing on repeat. There's clearly a bit more to Kevin Anderson than meets the eye, and it looks like he's not done with tennis just yet.